Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Right, we are about to get annoying. Because this week's Dynamite did indeed start with the number one contender, Hangman Adam Page, who now has a moustache, taking on the number one contender, Swerve Strickland, the number one contender, to find out who was going to be king number one contender. Well, I just want to point out that these two have amazing chemistry. It's that kind of relationship where you could start a generational feud. I'm not saying that it's happened right now, but all the tools are there. And if I was a science teacher, I would be putting them into this experiment. What? Also, hello, my friends, and in case you haven't been checking the ups and downs this week, that's right, I am in a secret location. More will be revealed very, very soon, but I am keeping up to date with all the wrestling, even though the news never stops, and I want to cry. We take the finger of power, give the good bits an up, and the bad bits are down. This Cowboy Swerve feud also absolutely cracks me up too, especially now, because we've done the unthinkable. Because in my wildest dreams that I ever think we were going to get a double turn. Especially because a couple of months ago, Swerve Strickland was breaking into people's houses and basically threatening their children. This is why sports entertainment is so damn fun. If all the things are there, you can make the maths equal correct. That don't make any sense. And yes, true, admittedly, the fact that they did lock up to start here, given that they're having a literal blood feud, didn't make much sense. It was two plus two equals potato, but eventually they were rolling to the outside. They were flying over Barry Barricade, and they were just giving each other some. And at one point, the cowboy was doing a ground of pound on Swerve. What did these fans do? They booed him. That's like, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Strickland then bit Hangman's thumb. I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. We can finally bring back the Simon Miller's Bite Bonanza counter. That's kind of pathetic, to be honest with you. We're in February, and it's only up to two. So fair play, I was wrong. Swerve then went to the midsection to try and slow Adam down when Paige tried to go for the moonsault. But Strickland got out of the way of that, and he hit this flatliner. And it's just oh so effortless. Makes me feel happy. Page then one-upped him like Mario because he got out of the JML driver and gave him a Liger bomb instead for a one-two-oo. When he went for the buckshot, people started to boo. And when Swerve decided to do that move on his own, everybody cheered. I was freaking out. Trigger also then got the stump for an incredible one-two-oo. And this is what I'm talking about when I keep going on and on and on about Matt Jeopardy. I don't mean the game show. I mean, I had no idea who was going to win here. And it took me on a damn emotional roller coaster. Well, I then wanted to go nuts and hit a pile driver onto Hangman Adam Page, onto Barry Barricade. And I was begging him not to do this. And while it did get stopped, it was because Page hit him with a DDT. Even the commentators were like, what the hell are they doing? you got to go watch this match. The slugfest then began as the tables were brought into play. Although this is when the table was like, I don't have to play your game. Because Paige got rolled onto one and it instantly broke. Shouldn't laugh, but it is funny. Whoops. We then set up another one, but Swerve just went and hit this amazing 450. When all of a sudden we did start the teasing. Because Justin Roberts was like, oh, by the way, there's only five minutes remaining. 
You don't talk like that. This really got to Page, though, who hit another box shot lariat, and I genuinely thought this was it. But just as the referee was going to count three, and that rhymes, so you must know it's true, Swerve got his foot on the ropes, and this place went nuts. This is when we got properly into it, too, because Hangman hit a deadeye on the outside. And if you can believe it, and I still can't, he rolled back into the ring, and he said to the ref, well, I think you should count that guy out. I was like, that's not a very babyface thing to do. What is happening? It was so damn good, though, because Prince Nana decided, well, I may as well start dancing to rise Swerve Strickland from the ashes, which did work, which is when Paige absolutely nailed the prince. I mean, this guy's lost it. He basically distracted himself, though, so Strickland was able to get the stomp, but this time when he landed, he hurt the ankle, and as if Hangman was playing a damn video game, he saw this leg flashing red, and he jumped on it like it was free pizza. It totally failed, because they both went crashing through the table. When Swerve decided, I want a final stomp, Hangman missed that and said, no, uh, I'm going to hit the Larry. When Strickland decided, no way, man, I'm going to get the JML driver, which he did do, everybody thought it was done, and just as the ref, once again, was going to strike three, the count got to zero and this was ruled a draw. Now, I want to give a round of applause to the commentators too because I think it was Excalibur who said, look, I understand you think Swerve Strickland was going to win, but there was one second remaining. Maybe Hangman was going to kick out. That ruled. It then totally peaked too because of course we went traditional wrestling here and Swerve was like, oh, we must go five more minutes when we went totally out of left field because Hangman went, no, I'm not going to do that. I tell you, I was cheering. And this is because the way the cowboy sees it, Swerve had to beat him to become the real number one contender. So now he's got diddly squat when Tony Schiavone stood up and said, well, actually, boys, I've just talked to Tony Khan and at AEW Revolution, we are now getting the three-way. I'm sure somewhere Samoa Joe was like, damn, my odds just went down. Alan threw a fit after this as well, as did Samoa Joe, who was being interviewed by Rennie Paquette. He doesn't think this is fair at all. But honestly, if you are just looking for some hell good pro wrestling, don't know what hell good means, this is what you have to sit down and watch today. Obviously, it went over 30 minutes, but it's such a thrill ride to the point I may go and watch it again. Because I am a massive nerd. I am a massive geek. Well done to everybody involved. Let's get it up. It was then back to world title sorting too it was sort of time to do the same with the Women's World Championship. Why not? Jonah Bradshaw was out to do commentary as well because it was Tony Storm taking on Red Velvet. I do admit, as much as I like Red Velvet, she's great. Her journey is crazy because she lost to Diana Prazzo and then she faced Queen Aminata on Collision. She won that, so now she's facing Tony Storm. And as we were told, if she'd win this one, she would also get the winner of Tony Storm versus Diana Prazzo. Now, it doesn't matter because she did lose. That's a little bit nuts. Fair play to her, though, because she understood her opportunity. So she came roaring out the gates here. When she made the mistake that all wrestlers make, she hit the D-pad and she did a taunt. So Tony Scorm, my word, she gave her a crazy sky high. We also made sure to show Mariah May looking on saying, oh my gosh, she is my hero. When Red decided to go back to her usual combo, she hit the leg lariat, she hit the bulldog, and she hit the double knees. Still didn't work. He then charged Tony, but Storm got out of the way, meaning Velvet hit Tina the turnbuckle, which when Storm was like, all right, she gave her the sweet cheek music and the DDT. Still only a one-two-ooh. Now, there was a really smart reason for all of this, though, because, of course, Deanna was watching on from the announcing table. So Tony Storm was like, huh, well, I've seen you've been doing a lot of submissions recently. So she locked in the ankle lock. Red Velvet is like, man, I really don't want to lose my foot. She tapped out. Now, after this, she just wouldn't let go. So Prato, being a good baby face, got in the ring. This is when Tony Storm Deanna faced off. And the timeless one kind of smelled her and gave her a couple of kisses as Deanna was kind of swatting her away. It's the best thing I've ever seen. And eventually Luther got in there 
And he was like, I do believe we need to calm this down, but the match is on. Now, I really do love the fact that we're only in February. We have a bunch of matches for AEW Revolution on, and we have built this one so damn well. I mean, I still don't think Tony Storm is going to lose, especially because she got a mega pop when she walked out here. But I like the story. I like the past. And I think we'll have a damn good fight. Give it a nap. Let's also make sure we keep pushing Red Velvet, though, because she's got all the tools. We went to the back, and Ray Paquette was interviewing the best friends. And all you need to know is that Chucky e. T was being looked at by a doctor. And also, come collision, it is Orange Cassidy taking on Ishii. That's like, once again, we have entered the Phantom Zone. It all finished when they did this really weird handshake, because everything with Orange has to be wonderfully awkward. I just want to see this match. And I've told you before, Cassidy is like a chameleon. He can adapt to anybody's style. Put this one in your diary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When Dynamite just continued to light things up, I mean, my word. It was Ed Cicero, Mascara Dorada, and Volador Jr., also known as the CML guys. I know I butchered all of their names. I'm a terrible person. Taking on the Blackpool Combat Club. Once again, this just lit up my world. And yes, look, for all those who are melting down because they don't know these masked guys, just go and Google them. Why can't you do that? We're living in 2024. If you made this argument like 1997, I totally understand. But now it is your hands. You can be like, man, AEW, you should have done a better job, even though I think I've done a fine job, but you can still go and get the information. Go get a real problem. Brian Danielson and Etsy Sarah also just continued on their fight from Collision like it never ended when Claudio Castagnoli tagged in there. He was going after Dorada. Now, even though he was twice the size, Dorada still did amazing head scissors. So smooth, I watched it twice. He had to finish the puzzle, so Volador and John Moxie then got in there when, of course, we got to the dives. That's when I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. I didn't think they were coming. The whole thing then just broke down, and it was wonderful when all of a sudden Claudia had Volador Jr., and he was spinning him around in the big swing when John Moxie was just stomping around hitting people. This led to the Dorada hot tag, though. 
and he did a double arm drag. Once again, I was trying to work out the equations. How did he do it? We then got another Hurricane Rana, which may have been even better than the other one, a shooting star praise and yet even more topes. When NC Cero did this hammerlock that blew my mind, and we got a 450. This is what I thought about retiring from life. I'm never going to be able to do anything as good as they do. Fox and Castagnoli were then running defense, which is where Dorada just did this absolutely beautiful code red, when Danielson was back and he hit the running knee. Etsy Sarah made sure he stopped that down when Claudio was here too and he was doing all the chops. This is when I had to lie down. Too much was happening here for my brain. Hilariously, it all came down to shenanigans, which I actually totally understand, because I think Claudio Castagnoli was like, I just need to end this. So he pushed Etsy Sarah right into the referee. When he turned around, he whammed him right in the balls before he hit the most devastating move. In all of sports entertainment, surprise roll up, one, two, three. Now I absolutely laughed at this, because what a way to win. When, of course, the rest of the CMLL guys got in there, and out came Matt Menard and Angelo Parker and Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, meaning we had this massive face-off. I was like, are we going to go down to Mexico and do like this 12-way? Because if we do, I am not going to be able to handle it. I could barely handle this. But in terms of the three matches we got on Dynamite, it was just the best variety show ever. Give it up. Poor Chuck Taylor was then wiped out by the Undisputed Kingdom. So he was having a terrible evening. when All Elite Wrestling decided to try and break the internet. For it was time for Tony Khan's big announcement. And yes, can you believe it? All of this hype and they couldn't even spell Boston correctly. They said B-O-S-S-T-O-N. I mean, how embarrassing, unless they meant to do it. That is the deal though, because come March, they are heading back to Boston. And why would you want to big up a big event in Boston unless you had something planned? In case I'm not being sarcastic enough here, it certainly does sound like Mercedes Monet is about to debut in AEW. And don't walk into my house, this isn't my house, but don't walk into this rented house and tell me that Mercedes Monet is not a big deal and this isn't totally going to smash it. Of course it is. This is an amazing get and I can't wait to see how it plays out. She is a super duper megastar. It didn't hold the momentum either because it was then Takeshita versus Chris Jericho as the Don Callis feud did continue. Just gonna tell you this rule too. So it all comes down to the fact that Akeshda does need a big push. I mean, don't forget in 2023, he beat Kenny Omega twice, and now I think we're all back on the same page. Because my word, he murked Chris Jericho. I mean, the amount of times he just smashed him and Jericho's head went pulling ding off the floor was absolutely horrible at this Takeshta line that he does. It's like death in an arm. He also brain-busted Jericho on the outside, and that's when I became a concerned dad. And even then, he had powerhouse Hobbs and Don Callis running distraction. It's like, well, I'm sorry, Chris Jericho, you're totally screwed. Now, sometimes friends, sometimes not friends, Sammy Guevara agreed with this, so he was out there, and he got a chair. He smacked powerhouse Hobbs, who kind of no-sold it, which is when Sammy gave him a cutter and then took this damn piece of metal and hit him so hard in the head, I was looking around like, did we really need to do that? I don't think so. Jericho was also doing double axe handles, because don't forget, 1980s moves forever when he put on Takeshita's mask to do a dive, and he sort of missed. I don't blame him. How does anybody see through those things? All he did was totally piss off Takeshita, though, who dropped Jericho with this damn sit-out bomb. When he hit one blue thunder bomb, he went to the top rope, and he hit an avalanche blue thunder bomb, also known as the least devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And did the first one work? No. And did the second one work? No. You could hit a blue thunder bomb from the moon, and it still wouldn't work. That's why it is the least most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Chris then reversed the big knee into the walls of Jericho, which is when Tom Callis just chucked the chair in the ring to cast distraction, and given the referee had to go and get rid of it. When Jericho went to talk to Donnie, what did he do? He got the screwdriver and he attempted murder. 
they stabbed him right in the face. Amazingly, Takeshita then decided, well, I'm going to put the walls of Jericho on you. But when he realized that wasn't working, he instantly turned it into the lion tamer. And I thought this was a great bit of business because Jericho tapped out within milliseconds. So Takeshita had done it. The power plant had won it. So even though the Callis family weren't going nuts throughout all of this, we did pitch it as a big deal. Look, I agree with you. This feud does need to come to an end very soon. But in terms of a match on this night, where everybody involved knew what they were doing, it is getting an up. It was absolutely fabulous. As was the main event, I mean, this AEW Dynamite was just rocking. For it was Big Bill and Ricky Starks defending their AEW tag team titles against Sting and Darby Allen. And you know what we did here? Some good old-fashioned old-school booking. Now, Sting hugged his family on the way to the ring. So I was like, oh no, this is going to go terrible. And it certainly did for Darby Allen because the bell went ding, ding, ding. And Big Bill grabbed Darby and he threw him into Barry Barricade, who was having a terrible evening. That's my family. But he also did this in front of Sting's kids. I was like, Large William, you're terrible. It also looked at this point like the Stinger just ran away, so my heart was broken, but I was totally wrong. Because instead, when the other three were kind of fighting below this balcony, Sting appeared so high in the air and he dived on all of them. Now look, I know it's boring to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. He is 64 years old. I'm nowhere near 64 years old, and I wake up every day like, oh, I'm in so much pain. Sting is my hero. He also tried to sting a splash Big Bill into Barry Barricade, and once again, I was like, what are you doing? But Bill totally no-sold this, and he just came charging back at him. What a great turnaround in his career this guy's had. He also threw Alan's head into the floor over and over again, which was kind of horrific, to be completely honest with you. But nothing will ever be better than Darby Allen going for his dive, and Big Bill grabbing him in mid-air on the outside and giving him a boss man slam. And this was so amazing, we have to retire that move because you can try for the next 100 years, ain't nobody topping that. It ruled. At some point during all of this as well, when Ricky Starks was doing his offense, he hurt his ankle, which sucked to be him, because Sting then locked in the Scorpion Deathlock, so he was screwed too. But then in the background, you just saw Big Bill stomping away with Darby Allen on his back. And I watched it and just thought, you know what? This is utterly fantastic. Somehow they both then fell through a table, so they were totally murked, which is when Sting went to do the Stinger Splash on Starks. He got out the way, and by this point, Tina the Turnbuckle was exposed, so the damn Stinger went into that. It meant Rick was able to get this excellent spear for an amazing one to ooh, but on this night, we were going for warm and fuzzy feelings in the tum-tum. Because Sting did indeed power back to his feet, and he avoided another spear when he hit the Scorpion Death Drop, and he got the one, two, three. And I gazed off into the distance and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is probably the last championship Sting is ever going to win. Something in my eye. Sting's family also came in to celebrate with him. So once again, I was like, oh no, here it comes, the Sword of Damocles. And I was kind of right, but instead it was baseball bats because Matthew and Nicholas Jackson were here in their white suits. My word, they killed everyone. Darby also got properly whacked at one point, meaning there was blood everywhere, which tied into the fact why they were wearing this colour, because seeing all that red on their clothes was an absolutely badass shot. A fair play to Alan too. You could see him rubbing it everywhere. He wanted it to look as good as possible. We also learned that the BTE trigger is now called the EVP trigger. I love stuff like that. When the Young Bucks picked up the AEW tag team titles as Dynamite went off air, as they were covered in the champion's blood. Honestly, this went on for an uncomfortably long time. It was really good. It also puts that question to bed, oh, you want them to be more serious? Well, now they are, and the commentators did a fine job in putting this over. And now come AEW Revolution, I don't know whether they're going to win or not, so we planted that seed too. What a terrific way to end an excellent AEW Dynamite. 
getting it up. And of course, it does mean that AEW is also getting it up. And as I've told you before, sometimes even I look at the counters and go, man, Simon, you're way too positive, but not today. This one smashed it out the park getting it up. Now, of course, tell me how wrong I am in the comments. Click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs on Monday Night Raw, because there's loads to talk about WWE this week. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. But otherwise, enjoy the press conference that is going down later. The flub is going to happen there. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.